ready, get ready to shake the room, hasn't been on clubhouse before <laughs> so meet one of my sisters guys this is Heems in the building i'm waiting for people to join me on zoom but i'm going to get started anyways um shout out to everybody in the room hey Cece, hey irie hey diona hey dixie hey kida hey gabby hey kish hey nathan I'm actually going to do a madness and invite you guys all to the stage because you know that we're here to interact, right? So I'm inviting y'all all up to speak because this is going to be a conversation, not a monologue. Evening. What's good, everybody? I'm, I'm like buzzing. I've been buzzing since this morning. I love that. I'm just like, woo. Ooh, I love it. Cece's had that energy for morning. Um, how are we, Irie? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just sort of dinner. Awesome, it's that time in the evening. And Miss Dixie, how are you? I'm on the same energy levels as Cece, even though I'm still working. I love it. Gabby, how are you? Oh, okay. And Mr. Nathan, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How about you? I'm great. I love it. So, just, go on. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a little bit quiet. I'm just editing in the background. I don't want to interrupt you, but I could have missed the opportunity to jump in. Yes, come on. We love the energy. We love the vibes. And I'm sure you'll be jumping in, chopping in the conversation as you feel. So do your thing. Um, what I would say, guys, is I wanted to share. So everyone's like, do a clubhouse room. And I have done, I think I've done two before. So this is only like my third room. And I'm this type of person where I'm like, I ain't doing nothing unless spirit tells me to move. Until I hear a clear sign that that's what I got to do, that's the only time that I do it. If I don't get that clear sign, <laughs> I ain't doing it. I don't care who's telling me to do what, okay? And it was funny because I kept saying, like, you know what, if I'm going to do a room, I'm going to get a clear sign, a clear sign. And listen, on Friday, I had a clear sign that it's time to do a room. And it landed in my spirit that ultimately the club I'm going to go for is actually going to be called Shake the Room. And the reason why it's going to be called Shake the Room is because I feel like we need to get unapologetic about taking up space. And when I thought of that, I was like, oh, okay, we've got to like shake the room. And then a bag of topics came. And I thought that we could start with confidence because in order for us to take up space and in order for us to shake the room, we're going to have to tap into confidence. And I feel that um, I heard last year or something, somebody said that confidence is not something that you can create. It's something you're born with. Mm. And I would like to know you guys' opinion on that statement. So don't be shy now. Let's go. Oh, y'all gonna be shy? 
Do you guys agree or disagree with that statement? Confidence is not something that you can create. It is something that you're born with. Cece, what are you saying? I disagree. Tell us why. Because there's aspects of my life where I haven't been confident. And I think over time, um, using different things to build myself up, I have gained confidence. So I definitely think it's something that can grow and that you can find um, at various different times as well throughout your life. I love that. Miss Heems, you're, you're younger, so it's nice to have a younger voice. What do you believe? Is confidence something you're born with or is it something you can create? Um, I don't think that it's something you're born with. I feel that it's just something that grows with you. Like, it just follows you kind of thing. Because I feel like I was never really confident. When, I feel like you don't know that anyways. I don't think I was confident when I was younger, but I kind of, it like, as I got older, it started to come more. I love that. The guys, for those of you that like know our family dynamic, that is sister number. <laughs> I know what number she is, but she's the second from youngest sister that I have. So it's nice to have her in the room. Welcome. You can mute back, baby girl. Irie, what are we saying? Is confidence something that is um, you're born with or can you create it and build it? Um, I think for me, yeah, no, I agree with it's something that you, over time, build on. I feel like I've always been confident, but as I've got older, I've got more confident. And with loving myself and all these things, I've, I just am confident within myself now anyway. Love that. Miss Dixie, what do you think? <laughs> so... <laughs> I agree. I think it's something that you grow grow into, but also it depends if you're if you're born into if you've been birthed by somebody who is confident. Mm. That's what, so naturally, if 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 my mum gave birth to me, she was a confident person. Then does that naturally flow into me? So yeah. does she bring me? So does she bring me up in her confidence from birth, rather than me? as well as me growing with it also. Does that make sense? Love that, love that. Yes, so I'm just going to refresh the room. People are joining us on Zoom. We are here and we're in the room and we're talking about confidence. So it landed in my spirit to do this weekly room called Shake the Room. And through that, we're going to cover different topics. But ultimately, we want to start taking up space. My intention is that we take up space lots of space I'm talking about in the workplace I'm talking about if you've been feeling like marriage wasn't for you I want you to step into marriage this season if you felt like speaking wasn't for you I want you to execute using your voice if you feel like um dancing wasn't your thing but dancing is going to help you become more confident in who what you are physically then I need you to start dancing I want us to be talking about all things taking up space over the course of this journey, we're literally gonna tap into taking up space. And how do we do that? For anybody who's just joined us in the room, this is a conversation and we're gonna get ready to play a game. And I would love everybody to play the game. So please allow yourself to come to the stage. And also, because we are talking about confidence, if you're the type of person that normally comes in the room and sits down and listens, then come to the top because 
ultimately you have to be able to put yourself into uncomfortable positions so then you get comfortable being uncomfortable and essentially you grow so every part of this conversation I hope that by the time you leave this room or this conversation we'll be in here for um, about an hour so I'll leave at seven if not before but I want every person to leave with a sense of confidence a sense of knowing like you know what I can do that I'm able to do that and I'm a big believer in actually giving tangible steps. So we will go through it. But I love, um, I'm loving Clubhouse. But what I don't love is just conversation. I love that conversation is healing. But I love that when you walk away from a conversation and you've got a quality bit of information that you can literally apply and execute straight away, then baby girl, baby boy, I'm game. So that's the vibe in the room right now. So welcome to um, Janisha. I hope I haven't said your name wrong. And Jai, I saw you this morning, girl. Welcome back. And everybody else, thanks for being here. And Bev on Zoom, thank you so much. So we're just asking, I heard a statement which said, um, confidence isn't something that you build or create. It's something that you're born with. And I'm just asking if we agree or disagree at the minute. Um, so we're up to Gabby. Gabby, what are you saying? Do you agree, disagree with that statement? I know she said she's cooking. Oh, no, I'm here, I'm here. Get it, girl. Um, I don't agree with what Dixie was saying, you know. I think some of the things that our parents do may be passed down to us. So maybe if you've got like a very confident person, it's like people with energies around you. Yeah. Infectious. I mean, when you look at babies, they're fearless. They have like no fear whatsoever. They're just willing to get up, jump, move, bounce around. I personally, I, I, there, there's aspects of my life where I'm confident, and there's some where I was like really confident, and then I don't know what happened. The confidence kind of took a backseat. Yes. So I, I'm kind of in the middle. Love that. I hear you, girl. I hear you. I love it. Um, Mr. Nathan, are you going to chop in? Yeah, man, it's a good one. I'll chop in. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet, however. It's been some interesting points of view, but I have to think, I think I've got to come on the back of Gabby's one, because listening to you guys, I thought I'd look at a different perspective, and I, I reverse engineered it, so think of it this way, right? Now, Gabby said there's stages in her life where she felt least confident. That's one of the points she made. And um, confidence over time, you know, there's time where if it is your parent that feeds confidence into you, then it's done through repetition. Hence the reason babies are probably fearless because at that stage they have nothing to fear, you know, where even if you took a newborn baby. Um, We've lost you a bit. Go ahead. <laughs> That's what it's for, right? We shake in the room, right? So, yes. So what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to go with this is, I honestly feel that I'm happy to 
you know, see a different perspective, but I think confidence, just like competence, is bred over time and through repetition. And that is also reversible. So um, if you're really confident at something, if someone's confident, look how many women you see end up, oh, I was with a narcissist and I was so confident and he done this and now look, I strip me back and I look this and all of that. I'm sure you hear those sort of stories all the time, which shows it's, confidence is a thing that we can we can grow or we can also strip back, you know? So for that reason, I don't believe that we're born with a measure of confidence. We're born with uh, not knowing what's good and what's bad. And we can only decipher that through the feelings and emotions at the time. But I can't see how you can be born with confidence, um, but happy to be proved otherwise. But thanks. Oh, thank you. Oh, so we're talking confidence, guys, and we're just standing on the statement. Um, I heard a statement that said you were not, um, sorry, you, confidence is not built or created, you were born with it. So we're just offering our opinions on what we feel about that. D, Ona, what are you saying? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, girl, we got you. Oh, great. Um, so the question was, is confidence, can you repeat it? So with the statement said that confidence is not built or created, you're born with it. <laughs> um, confidence, confidence is not created or you're born with it. Okay. I mean, I think I see confidence kind of like trust. Yes. You're not born with trust. Like you build it. You know, in my opinion, you build it. So the same way like a baby was used as an analogy um with a baby that baby learns to kind of love <laughs> their parents trust their parents they're, oh you're a strange person um obviously instinctively they tend to know their mum and they get to know their dad um but and then they're like okay you're feeding me you're changing my nappy <laughs> you're clothing me you're showing me blood okay and they start to get confident and then when they're like a toddler and they're trying to, um, or when they're young and they're trying to learn how to walk and they get that encouragement, you can do it, you can do it. They trust the word of their parents to take that next step, to keep trying, to get back up, to go again. So I see confidence kind of like trust. Um, how much do you trust in who you are that you will repeat out, if that makes sense? Does that make sense? Love that. Heard you. I'm liking this, guys. I'm liking where we're all That's going nice. with this. I mean, y'all stirring me up. Um, Jay, what you got to say? She came up. Hi, everyone. So my um, take on confidence is I naturally, as a child, I was a very confident person, um, which I can see a lot of that in my daughter, who is nearly three. And, you know, when she goes to nursery and I just leave her, she's never cried for me. I talk to her and I let her know, like, you're going now and you're going to have a good day. And she's like, okay, bye, mommy. And then, you know, when I pick her up, she's like, hi, mommy. And then they tell me she's so confident. That is the first thing they said to me. She's so confident and she she likes to just do her own thing. Do you know what I mean? She's a character, which is what I was growing up. But I think as well, um, 
I had to suppress my character. Well, I thought I had to suppress it uh, because society was telling me I was too much. My teachers were telling me I was too much. I'm a disruption. No, I wasn't a disruption. When I look back, I wasn't a disruption. I just had, I was more vocal. There was a lot inside of me. I should have been an actor, really. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, that confidence thing, I do believe sometimes you're born with it because, you know, firsthand I've witnessed this little girl and I don't know how she's so brazen and confident to go speak to everyone, every stranger. And, you know, obviously, with, with, with re- within reason, we're not doing stranger danger out here because people be kidnapping. But I'm saying, like, she's so friendly. She'll come up to you, she don't know, she's like, hi, how are you? She's lovely, do you know what I mean? So that confidence, I do believe, it comes from, it starts, it starts, you know, at a young age, but I do believe that it can develop because I've seen some shy people um, growing up in school and then, you know, they come out and they're just like this big, beautiful butterfly that before you was a caterpillar, do you know what I mean? So that that confidence can be grown. Yes. I love that. And actually that makes me think um, with what Diona said about trust, children, when they're born, um, it is a natural process they come into the world and they're like you know oh hey hi you know you're my mom you're the person that's meant to look after me and and if you are a confident parent as in you give your child um the space to just be children are confident i'm not necessarily i wasn't necessarily a confident person but my children are confident and they're confident because they're assured oh so guys just to refresh the room anybody that's joined us on zoom or clubhouse thank you so much for being here so um i landed in my spirit to open a room called shake the room and i'm gonna do this um as a series like over the next couple of weeks and we'll cover loads of different topics but ultimately i wanted to encourage inspire educate and empower people to tap into taking up space unapologetically like i feel that so much has happened over the last year and i personally feel like there's so much opportunity there's always been opportunity but maybe because we've been put into like a box to kick back a little bit and take some deep breaths there is so much opportunity to just be anything you've ever like wanted to be like i said it's always been there but i don't think that everybody's seen it has always been there so um this is just going to be my two pence and encouraging us all to take up space And the minute we're talking about a statement that I read, which was confidence is not built or created, you're born with it. And we were literally just chopping up on do we agree or disagree? So we've had half of the room who were like, yeah, you know, um, I believe that it is grown, like you become more confident over time. And then we've just had a spanner where Jay is now saying, you know, children are born with confidence. And when I first read this statement, I was like, hmm, what of course confidence can be built or created what do you mean you're born with it like are people just born confident like really and then I stopped and I was like I get it I now read that statement in the context of intention as in when we are first created nothing's wrong Nothing is actually wrong in the way that we are actually created, in the way that we are actually created to experience life. That's what I believe. We then come here and we decide to make different decisions and different choices that either build up our confidence or knock our confidence. 
Hence why a child just will look at people around it and learn to talk. A child will look at people around it and learn to walk. A child will learn so much from what, not only what it sees, but what it hears. And when we're so young, we literally just eat that up because we haven't really built up the, the part of us that says, no, we can't do it. Children don't look at people and think everyone else is walking. I can't do it. No, they don't. They look at people and think, yo, that's what everyone else is doing. I'm feeling to do that. So I do it because they haven't learned that part of them that says, no, I can't. They don't necessarily look at people. And yes, we understand that some children are born with like learning difficulties. So they might not develop speech as well or speaking as well, or, you know, physical difficulties. But ultimately, we have something in us from when we're born that is just there. And it's the intention, I believe, that we was created with. But then we go through life and we allow things to knock our confidence, right? And then we start speaking ourselves out of things. We start talking ourselves out of things. And this is why in terms of shaking the room, I'm like, yo, we've got to start speaking our things back in. We've got to start speaking ourselves back into things. We've got to start speaking ourselves into places and spaces that we may not have ever been in before because girl, it's time to shake the room. Like King, it's time to shake the room. So we've heard from the people on Clubhouse. I'm gonna play a game now with the people on Zoom. We're gonna play two parts. The first part is gonna be the people on Zoom and the second part is gonna be the people on Clubhouse. So everybody on Zoom, I'm gonna call your name. If you can literally all unmute for me one second. And what we're gonna do is, I'm gonna ask you a question. So don't be shy because we're talking about confidence, okay? And I literally just want you to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Zoom people, are you ready? If you're ready to play, unmute yourself. I can see one person unmuted. Guys, don't be shy now, because I'll call your names, because that's what we're going to do. <laughs> David, are you going to unmute? Shanice, unmute. Shamika, unmute. Are you guys ready? Let's go. I'm going to call out some more names if y'all don't unmute. Okay. Bev, it seems like it's just you, because the rest of them are playing shy. So here's the question. Yeah. Um, you are most confident when? Okay. I am most confident when I can see that what I'm doing is working and I do it over and over again. And that's kind of like my judge, my barometer, my thermometer, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, great. So there's only one person on Zoom playing, so we're coming back to the rest of you on um clubhouse cc you're most confident when quick guys it needs to be like snapping oops she's not there irie you're most confident when when i'm with my children awesome dixie you're most confident when i'm at work gabby you're most confident when Awesome. Nathan, you're most confident when? Oh, it might be busy. Jay, you're most confident when? When I pray to the Lord. Awesome. Cece, you're most confident when? When I know what I'm doing. Right. Okay, we're going to flip the script. Bev, are you ready? Anyone else who wants to play on Zoom, unmute yourself so I know that you're ready. And then 
um, people in the room, we're going to come back to you. So the next question is, Bev, you're least confident when? Well, I don't know my shit. <laughs> Cece, you're least confident when? When I'm thrown in the deep end. Irie, you're least confident when? When I'm put under pressure. Dixie, you're least confident when? When I'm uncomfortable. Gabby, you're least confident when? Dixie just stole my answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathan, you're least confident when? Who's that? Jay, you're least confident when? When I'm packing on the pounds because it was Christmas just not too long ago. <laughs> Diona, you're least confident when? Quick answer, sis. Um, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm forced to do something I don't like. Yes. Great. So, guys... The reason why I love that game. Ah, I'm gonna put on the spot. <laughs> she just psychopathed me. And the reason why I love that game, guys, is because when we when we get asked a question, right, and we answer real quick, so we're not really thinking. What happens is our subconscious mind answers for us, and. The majority of the time we're experiencing the day in our subconscious mind. So 80% of it is coming from our subconscious mind. Hence why we are encouraged to do stuff like mindset training, praying, uh, meditating so that we can tap into that subconscious mind consciously and then start to live from a more conscious place. Hence, those kind of tools will help boost your confidence. But what I love most is the theme was pretty much the same. Like, what did you guys just learn from that exercise? That being um, uncomfortable, like knowing what we're doing makes us confident and just being uncomfortable makes us not confident. I love that. I noticed that too. Anybody else notice anything from that? Anyone on Zoom, feel free to talk as well. Anyone in Clubhouse, go ahead. It ain't all bad. I survived. Build confidence. I guess I'll do it again. I love that. What do you mean? Are you talking about in context of anything in life or just that task? Well, I mean, I guess you could say this task, but you get you could put that to anything in life. You do something, you build it up so much, you think, oh shit, oh shit. And you do it and you think, oh. Okay, wasn't that bad? I guess I'll do that again. Yes, love that. Dixie? Um, that we need to get out of our comfort zones. Yes, love that. Major, huge. Anyone else? I misheard the question. Can you repeat it again, please? Um, so I was just saying, just from doing that task, like what did we observe? What did we learn from like what everybody said? Because like I noticed a couple of patterns. <laughs> that's cool no, let me think about it a bit deeper I'm a bit slow that's fine so what I really noticed is everything that everybody said one that most of us are very we lack confidence when we're under pressure when we feel like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing I don't understand what is going on there I don't have enough information or experience in that area so automatically you can build up this algorithm that you're not you're not confident or you don't know what you're doing um but we felt confident about things that we have experience in. We felt confident about things that it's like, yo, I know this, I do this with my eyes shut. Dee, was you gonna say something? I was blushing. Oh, okay, girl. 
Um, so what I did is, guys, I was like, right, how can we, I wanted to give you guys maybe like some tangible steps or tangible areas to grow this, because ultimately, if we're talking about taking up space and walking into rooms, we've got to walk in with our confidence. And I always say your energy speaks louder than you do when you enter a room. So certain times people walk into a room. Have you guys ever seen those people and they walk into the room? You don't know nothing about them. And you're like, yo, who is that? Like, what do they do? Who are they? Because their energy is so vibrant. It's so lit. And it's not to say that they've even said anything. They haven't said anything. They've just got this aura that is like, yes. And I believe that confidence, like happiness, is an inside job. And you know how they say that um, self-love, like discipline is the greatest form of self-love. I believe that confidence is a result of self-love. And so when you start tapping into really being aware of who you are, really um, allowing yourself to be like unapologetically. Oh, and wait a minute, <laughs> say it one more time. Say it one more time. I believe that, so they say, you know, self-discipline is the greatest form of self-love but confidence is a result of self-love. And I just wanted to say that when I'm talking about self-love, because, you know, sometimes, especially with men in the room, they're like, ooh, oh, this self-love thing. It's not that. It is understanding yourself, being aware of yourself, knowing yourself to such a place, right, that you're confident in your flaws. And there was this word, guys, that I hated. I used to hate this word. And this word was called vulnerable. Do y'all know about that word? How do y'all feel about that word, actually? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you, Jay? I love it. I love it. Tell us why. I love that word because you have to be, man. You know what? I'm the most sensitive person in this world. Like, I, everyone that comes across me just be like, you're such a crybaby. Like, why are you so soft? But, like, I have to be like that so that you feel comfortable, you know? Like, yes. You know, you, you, can, you, can, you can talk to me, sis. You can talk to me, brother. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to... Uh, do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm trying to explain it properly, but I'm not the best speaker. But I do believe that, like... You're a great speaker, by the way. Oh, thank you. We were so, saying earlier, your voice, your voice has got such a nice tone to it. So please, you don't ever say that you're not a great speaker. Your voice oh, wow. has a beautiful tone. And keep talking, girl. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, so I just... I just believe that you have to be vulnerable sometimes, not all the time, because there's been places, there's been, don't get me wrong, there's been times where I've been vulnerable in the, at the wrong times, you know what I mean? I've told people my business and, you know, they had something against me, they they tried to use it against me, but, you know, that's what the devil does sometimes. Yes. So, so you know, you also have to be mindful and, like, conscious of when to speak, you know? I don't speak until God tells me to speak. Yes, Just click the, the community guidelines and I look and they said, wait, 
for the right. I said, oh, there he is. Yes. Now I'm speaking, but yes, you have to be vulnerable. You have to let your guard down, but you need to be careful who you're doing it to. But you know, sometimes just don't even think about it. Sometimes just just do it. You know? Yes. Because you'll feel better for it, and you might change somebody else's perspective. Do you know what I mean? I love that. You have for all of us just now. So thank you for speaking. I love it. Yes, um, Jay. Jay, I love vulnerability. Um, and I remember a conversation a couple of months ago where Tonya said to me, are you always vulnerable? Like, when you go into relationships? I said, yes, and I love it. Because mm-hmm. when you're in a state of vulnerability, you're allowing, you're open. And I think so much of us are closed so often that we're restricting ourselves from gaining things. Um, my vulnerability and putting myself out there, even on this app, I've gained so much. So much. I love that. And you know why I love it? I love what you both said because, yo, like Diana, when you said, bruh, vulnerability, mm-mm, that was not territory that I was willing to step in at all. And I realised that it was because I felt that vulnerable meant being weak. And actually, I think that being vulnerable is a very strong place to be, like so strong. And what changed my mind about vulnerability was I was doing a show a couple of years ago and a woman said to me, you're so confidently vulnerable. And I was like, what? What is that? What is confidently vulnerable? I don't know what she was talking about. But then I did a bit of research and I was like, oh, my God, I get it. Because I'm the type of person, if you know me, if you've met me in a room, any place, I am so happy to talk my truth. The good, the bad, the ugly, the up, the down, the in, the, the bits and the betweens and the parts that people probably are like, did you say that out loud? Yes, I did say that out loud. Um, and the reason and I recognize that people have vibe with me because of that and because it's something I've been through, I don't necessarily see it as, oh my God, something I need to hold on to or to be ashamed of or whatever. So I just talk and I recognize that that's where she saw my vulnerability, but I didn't recognize it as being vulnerable because I had this whole wall up against being vulnerable. And then in like my relationship before last, yeah, yeah, I had a few of them. Um, <laughs> the relationship before last, I recognized that the man irritated me because he couldn't be vulnerable. In a relationship, I am very vulnerable. Okay, I've learned to be vulnerable in a relationship because I wasn't vulnerable in the beginning. Again, everything was closed, closed, closed. But I recognized. <laughs> yeah, you laugh, girl, you laugh. <laughs> I recognized that the only way to see a person fully was to open up. And so opening up meant that we had to be vulnerable. But with being vulnerable, guys, there comes a sense of confidence because there comes a sense of awareness. There comes a sense of knowingness, like being able to accept your flaws and own them as much as you can own those things that are great about you. And one thing that I've learned is that we don't like to own our shitty parts. We don't like to uh, own the dark side of who we are. We're happy to own the light. And in another sense, some of us have got so used to talking down on ourselves, hence why we don't have any confidence, right? That we can't even say like, yo, I've done something great. I've done something great and I'm gonna big up myself you know? And so I think that a big chart, a big, big, big chunk of being confident is learning to be vulnerable. And I never saw that. 
I never ever saw that as something that I was willing to step into because I was too scared of it. But I just wanted to share that one of my biggest tips in being confident is learning to be vulnerable. And one of the hardest things for a lot of us to do is be vulnerable with ourselves. So, hey, Nat, you're welcome to come to the stage, baby girl. We're talking all things confident. And anybody else who would like to chop in and speak, this is a conversation. Um, it landed in my spirit to do a room called Shake the Room. And we're going to cover loads of different topics over the next couple of weeks. But I felt that because I'm talking about taking up space, one of the first steps in taking up space is learning to be confident, is knowing that there is a space in every room with your name in it. And an affirmation, guys, if those of you that do affirmations that I've been working on lately is my name has been spoken about in rooms that my feet have not entered. And I am excited to step into those arenas. When I step into those arenas, the arena is going to know my name before I know myself in that space. Start speaking life over your life. Start speaking into existence the things that you want to experience. Because another thing about being confident is recognizing that, yo, our tongues are weapons. They are weapons and they are weapons that can heal or they are weapons that can hurt. And you are either creating your life with your tongue or you are destroying it with your tongue. So we must get conscious about how we use this tool called our tongue, because that's exactly what it is, it's a tool. And the more that you start to use it consciously to speak yourself into spaces, to speak yourselves into rooms, to speak life over your life is the quicker that you're going to repair where you need to be. So please get confident in using your voice. Get confident in recognizing that your tongue can be used both ways. But yeah, so I was talking on self-acceptance and the big thing that I wanted to say is I wanted to give you guys, when I broke it down, right? So I went to Google, here's what I did, yeah? I went to Google, I wrote my steps and I was like, well, I wonder what Google says about being confident. Let me just figure this out. And no word of a lie, anybody who goes on any of my courses, I have a little step-to-step -step guide, right? And let me just see if my students, some of my students are in the room. So guys, what is my first two steps in any process? Let's see if they know awareness and acceptance is she correct dixie yeah she's very correct is she correct bev bev might have gone silent but no yeah. um, yes ma'am she's very correct so i always say that the step my first two steps in any process to healing and self-love and all of this stuff is awareness and acceptance now here what happened when i went to google and i said oh what's the steps to being confident <laughs> They told me, step one, self-acceptance. Self step two, increase awareness. And I was like, brah, they stole my stuff. <laughs> but it makes sense because obviously it just makes sense. Like it makes sense. <laughs> but what I wanted to say is these are the steps that Google gave. They gave me 10 steps. So y'all can take note if you want, but I'm gonna just read them to you. So it said step one, self-acceptance. Step two, increase awareness. Step three, banish negative self-talk. Step four, collect positive... You're going to slow down a little bit. <laughs> Y'all want more? Okay, we'll go again. Step one, self-acceptance. Step two, increase awareness. Step three, banish negative self-talk. 
Mother, do you have something to say? No? You've unmuted. Okay. Um, number four, collect positive evidence. I love that one, by the way. Step five said focus on gratitude. I mean, you would think I wrote this, but I didn't. Step seven said become more assertive. Miss, yes. Yes. Did I miss one? Well, you went five Because mm -hmm, y'all know that I didn't write numbers. I'm just reading. <laughs> so we got one self-acceptance, two increase awareness, three banish negative self-talk, four collect positive evidence, five focus on gratitude, six become more assertive. Okay, we're back on track, right? Yeah. Seven, be physically fit. Interesting one for confidence, guys. Um, number eight, establish good posture. Love that one. Number nine, care for yourself. And number 10, do something new. So I know I went through them quickly. And obviously you can catch notes from me afterwards, but I just wanted to ask guys, which of those steps jumped at you? Which is the one that you heard and thought, what? I never thought of that or yo, that's what I need to work on. I don't understand positive evidence. What does that mean? Love that's that. That's what jumps out at me. So when it said collect positive evidence, so for instance, after you've liked banished self-talk, so in my own programs, I do it like this. For everything that we remove, we need to replace it with something positive. So for instance, if your belief system was, oh my God, like I'm too shy to speak. Today, you've come into this room and you've spoke and we've all said, great job. You collect that as positive evidence. Like, yo, Jay, you went into a room today, you came on top of the stage, you spoke. Do you get me? Yes, I get you, yes. I was just writing that down in my notes. Yeah, so you're saying um, basically, what was I going to write? Collect positive evidence. Example. Oh, I was supposed to write my example, but I do understand what you're saying. You get what I mean. Mm -hmm. So you get rid of the negativity and then you take away, you put back, you replace it with something positive that you've learned. Yes. And we okay. do that all of the time. Hey, Tiffany, welcome to the room. We're in here speaking about confidence. It is a conversation where we're literally talking about taking up space. And it's going to be a series that I'm going to be running for the next couple of weeks. You are more than welcome to come to the stage and chop in and talk. I'm going to invite you up. So if anything jumps out, you can join the conversation. If not, you're welcome to listen. But thank you for being here. Um, so yes, Jay, that was a good one. That's why I loved that one. I always say to people, guys, whenever we remove something, replace it. Because the way that the human mind works is, it's always kind of looking for things. And you know, this thing that we have, like a natural desire to want, 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 want. We have to learn that 
there's a part of that which is natural. So we work with it. So when I say that, if we're going to remove something that's negative, we replace it. So then we're not looking for another negative idea because naturally if we've been programmed by our subconscious mind to out of 80% of these negative ideas, then we need to replace them. So every time we remove something, we replace it. We replace it. If we remove self-doubt, we replace it with faith. You know, if we remove the idea of lack, we replace it with the idea of abundance and so on and so on. Yeah. Cece, what jumped out to you, girl? Establish good posture. Love that. Why did the, what did that mean to you? Now, this is the interesting thing. Instantly... I sat up. <laughs> 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 I was like that. Oh. And I literally like sucked in my stomach and pulled back my shoulders and sat up a bit taller. And then I kind of went, but it can't be a physical thing cruising, so what is it? But I get it. Because the minute that I'd done that, I felt different. Yes. And that's I the thing. It is a physical decision. Like, I mean, sorry, it's like a mental decision, but a physical action. Do you know, like when you walk into an interview and you sit down with, like some people get so mad by these kind of ideas that are fed and we're just like, oh, I don't want to be what everybody is saying. But naturally, if I'm interviewing someone to work for my business and they walk in and their shoulders are slumped and their head is down and they just don't look confident, I can't have you on the front line of my business. But if you walk in and your shoulders are straight, you know, your back is straighter, you're sitting taller, you're sitting there looking ready or willing, I'm going to hire you. Because you are presenting to me that you're confident. And literally, when I read that one, I was like, oh, my God, that's dope. Because it's not something that we necessarily think about. But I remember once, right, I was working for this woman, yeah. <laughs> this woman was like a six-figure woman, and she built me, brought me in to do some products for her business. And I'm always the type of person that I take pride in, you know, my hair, whether it's green, orange, yellow, or blue, I still take pride in it. <laughs> and what I wear, right? And when I walked into one of the events, one of the girls said to me, the next time that you come here, you need to look like money. I said, sorry, <laughs> I said, pardon? And she was like, because the places that you'll be in or the rooms that you'll be in, you need to walk like money, talk like money, look like money, sit like money. And I was like, what? Like, bruh, I don't want it that bad. But what I recognized is more than it being, you know, say the clothes that I wore or the way that my hair was set, it was the confidence. Like I needed to sit in that room like I belonged in that room. I needed to sit at those tables like I belonged at those tables. And certain times there's a seat waiting for us at a table in a room that right now feels like it's so much bigger than us. And the only reason why we're not sitting on that seat is because we don't believe that we deserve to be on that seat. So we've got to start to walk like we're on that seat, talk like we're on that seat, think like we're on that seat and watch how we appear on that seat. So I love that one. Thank you, Cece. Miss Irie, what jumped out to you? Oh, Bev, you got your hand up. Let's go. I'll come back to you, Irie. Um, what jumped out for me was point two, increase awareness. Um, so that was awareness of self and awareness of the environment. So um, what we've been learning in our uh, level up is about, um, you know, self-talk, the words that come out, come out of your mouth. 
the power of the tongue, I've become so much more aware of that. In addition to that, I'm aware of my environment and how sometimes that affects me and trying to get a deeper connection with God. I'm aware of that as well. What's going on? What conversations are going on? Inner self-talk, outer self-talk. What messages is Holy Spirit trying to get to me? There's so much, there's a lot going on and it's almost like you feel like you really are in the matrix because it's not (laughs) anyway as it appears. There's so much that you can take from every situation that you're in or pour into every any situation that you're in and I love that because the thing is and I know especially for you Bev you would have just been in situations before I remember a couple months ago you asked me why the question it was something like but do you have to look so deeply into everything and I was like it's not even that you're looking deeply into everything anymore your awareness is different so Mm -hmm. you get messages from like everything and then yeah realize that actually everything was affecting you the whole time it's just that you was unaware of it yeah there's messages everywhere there's opportunities everywhere you just gotta keep looking and it's not like you're actively giving yourself a headache but if you're just self-aware and just aware of your environment you just never know what's gonna pop up or or or, you know black is not just black it's it's blank with black with a hint hint of gray in there and it's got little sparkly bits (laughs) you know what i mean it's just i love that you know, and during the day it looks more grey, and during the night it looks more black. It's just, it's just not black, is it anymore? No, there's so many shades in between. I love yeah. that. Thank you, Miss Irie. Zoom people, you're quiet. Feel free to talk. Um, they all kind of started to spill out for me because I feel like I've slowly been going through all these sets, and as I've been doing it, I've been growing my confidence. So as you were saying it, I'm like, yes, I've been doing that. I've been doing that, and. I am getting more confident within myself. So they kind of all stood out for me. Love that. Love that. Yes, Irie, and we love watching you grow. I've personally watched you grow through this platform and I'm just like, stay in the room, girl. Stay in the room and then build your confidence and create your own room. And I'm not even just talking about clubhouse. You see what I mean? I'm talking like physically create space somewhere that has your name on it. Yeah. We got your back, sis. Gabby, tell us what jumped out to you. I think the one that stood out was being, was it physically fit? Girl. I'm just trying to, you know, when you've got all your steps together, is that like you're walking different? You've got, like you said, you know, you walk into a room and people notice you before you open your mouth. Is that where that part comes into it your physical your presence is enough before you say anything but do you know what it is i think that one is more about action the reason and the, the reason why i wrote it down um from the steps that they gave because they were actually talking about physically fit as in exercise and health because i think when we're not when our body is where we want it to be and we've invested in it and we see the results of that investment we're way more confident. You guys know when you fit into the, the jeans, right? Because I mean, I mean, in lockdown, have you guys put on your jeans? Like, please tell me if you've tried to get into your jeans. Because I tried to put on my jeans the other day and I was like, no, 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 no. What we ain't going to do is this. Because, yeah, they could get up, but nothing could breathe, okay? So my point is, when I'm in a pair, and I'm not buying the size up. I am not buying the size up. So my thing is, I'm, I know what size I'm most comfortable at, and I know what size makes me more confident. 
if I become too skinny or I become a little bit bigger, my confidence is affected because of how I physically look. Do you see what I mean? Um, and so that one was really actually about exercising and being physically fit. And you don't have to go crazy. Like, yeah, I know I'm crazy when it comes to exercise. Um, but it, are you just happy to take a walk a day? And are you starting with a 15 minute walk? And then in a month, you're at a 20 minute walk. And then a month after that, you're at a half an hour walk because our health is our greatest wealth. So if we don't have health, guys, what do we actually have? And are you drinking more water? Reminding your business because it's key. <laughs> and oil in your scalp. Make sure you oil your scalp after you drink all that water. <laughs> um, Nathan, are you there? Love that, um, Gabby. Nathan's busy editing. D, what are we saying, girl? What jumped out, sis? Well, for me, what jumped out was the posture one. <laughs> um, but I also it kind of as the posture that you hold when you go into places rather than just your physical posture so in terms of like uh, when you go into a room are you confident enough to work the room or do you let the room work you yes. um, so that's kind of where my mindset went in terms of when I heard that good posture one I was like mm, that's a whole something to unpack <laughs> yes. um, so that's something I'm going to do later but yeah definitely um, that was the one that screamed at me and it's even still screaming at me um but i did realize that i'd actually been going through these steps without realizing um so even like um self-acceptance ex um oh, self-acceptance what's the other one after that i think I'm awareness increase awareness, awareness. There we go. yeah increasing awareness um banishing negative self-talk i started doing that um collecting positive evidence so like yeah and then you know, being grateful. I wake up every morning with being grateful and throughout my day I'm intentional about being grateful, being more assertive, being physically fit. And then when I got to posture, I was like, hmm, mm -hmm. So that's something yes. that I'm gonna work through. I love I'm that. You're welcome. And I love that when I read it too, I was like, yo, like you're naturally getting into spaces where we're all talking about these things. Even a lot of us have been in the same kind of rooms this week and different elements are just coming up. But again, the posture, I was like, okay, yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's something I need to adapt. That's something I need to take on more because that can make all the difference. And I don't know about anybody on here, but I have been in rooms that make me very uncomfortable and I automatically feel unworthy. And confidence is about knowing your worth. It's about knowing that you're valuable. It's about knowing that you have something to give and it's going to offer other people value. And that is just by being yourself. And some of us aspire to be confident and we look at everything outside of us to grow that confidence. But I just wanna remind you guys that it's an internal job and what is within you is enough. Like it just is enough. So take time to listen to you and walk into a room with your head held high. Remember guys, if our crown is on our head, although I believe it's in our heart, but if a crown is on your head, your head's gotta be up to wear it. Because if it, otherwise, if you drop your head, it's going to tilt and it's going to fall and ain't no one got time for our crowns to fall. So we have to walk with a posture, walk like we're a queen, walk like we're a king, walk like we're royalty, because we are, because our father is king, our father that is God. And that means that we're king's daughters or king's sons and confidence comes from acting like that. 
acting in a mannerism that means we're walking like kings, talking like kings. And I listened to a word by T.D. Jakes at the end of last year. Actually, I did a special on it in a 5 a.m. club. And he was breaking down the meaning of a kingdom. And I loved it because what he said is in a kingdom, when a queen or a king is taking hold of their kingdom, first of all, they've got to take hold of their self. But then that's so that's the king in them, taking hold of the king in them. And obviously a lot of text is spoken about in the man's word, but it would be the same for us, taking hold of the queen in you. And I always say I reside at queendom heights. And so the queendom, the kingdom, that next part is your domain, taking care of your territory, making your mark, walking on it with authority having ownership and responsibility. And with confidence comes a level of responsibility. With confidence comes a huge level of responsibility. And that's what we've got to tap into. Like that's the part that we've got to recognize that we're responsible for how we show up, but we're also responsible for everything that we touch. And I have another affirmation which says, I am the greatest alchemist of all time, period which means that everything I touch turns to gold. I turn everything into gold. I am the greatest alchemist of all time. And so that reminds me that whatever situation I'm in, I could be in the mud, I'm gonna turn it into gold. I could be in the gutter, I'm gonna turn it into gold because that's the authority that we have in being a queen. That's it. So Dixie, I'm gonna let you say what jumped out at you, babe, and then I'm gonna wrap up and jump out of this room. Like so many, the posture one did jump out to me too. <laughs> my posture was bad. And I was like, oh, but I was standing up already. So I was a bit like, normally I stand all like still in one leg bent. And I was like, nope, stand all. Um, and then the other one that uh, jumped out was be physically fit, which I'm working on. But it also reminded me that when I'm physically fit and I'm working on me, I'm not just working on the physical, I'm also working on the spiritual. Yes, girl. So that's building up. But the one that stood out the most is do something new. Come on, somebody. Because I'm that person that I don't, if I don't know how to do it, if I, if, if I, no, I'm not doing it, I'll sit in my corner and I'll watch you and congratulate you and clap for you. And even all this speaking now, is not something that I would normally do. I would nicely sit quietly and go, mm -hmm, and then afterwards go, oh my gosh, that was so good. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so you're drawing me out into doing something new right now. So yeah. I'll keep going. Tanya draws out last people. <laughs> <laughs> I never didn't it. I just sit quiet. I like sometimes she's like, Yes, we're clapping for you, sis. And like I said to Irie and Gabby and Dion, everybody keep jumping. And I love that that was the final step because when we've been working on all the other steps, they actually become comfortable. But every time we decide to do something new, we step into a new arena of discomfort. But like we all said, once we have the experience in that arena, once we have a skill set in that arena, then we're becoming more confident. So then maybe the only way that we grow confidence is by continually putting ourselves into situations that we have to 
progressing that we have to growing that we have to build in you know so i would like to leave it on that note make sure that we all let's take the this week from now until next week to jump into doing something new don't not don't say i'm not coming next week now because she's going to ask me what i did what was new yes i am going to ask you what you did what was new so let's make sure that we actually do it let's all like you know make a pledge to ourselves that we're going to do something new um, and yeah, just do it and then build up confidence by continuing to do it. And just before we leave, I wanted to leave you guys with my four top tips on being confident. And more than just steps, I, I wanted to cover areas that I think that you need to tap into um, to develop your confidence. And the reason why I only gave you four is because four represents foundation. And if you can step into building a new foundation, guys, then in comes number five and five means to bear witness and believe. So my step number one is actually to believe. So check your belief systems, figure out what it is that you do believe or don't believe about yourself or about the thing that you lack confidence in. And then ask yourself quality questions like, is this true? Who would I be without this story? And what can I do to change this? Don't you dare ask me to repeat that because I wouldn't be able to tell you, okay? But <laughs> ask quality questions, okay? Like, is this true? Who would I be without this story? And, you know, what can I do to change this idea? Like, if it's something negative, can you replace it with something positive? So your belief is major. That's step one. And then step two is to take action. One of the biggest um, setbacks of not being co confident is procrastination. And the only way to get over procrastination is action. Literally, the only way to get over procrastination is to take action. So the more that you continue to take action is the more that you're growing confidence, is the more that you're stepping to the person that you know you, you are, the person that you've been called to be. So continue to take action. That's number two. Repetition, guys. Our mind loves repetition. It is how we build, it is how we grow, it's how we understand. Remember, we are a product of habit. So our habits are forming our current reality. So in order to form another reality, we've got to change our habits. So taking action repeatedly will in turn change those, um, change those habits. Number three is one of my favorites is positive affirmation. So that can be prayer, that can literally be positive affirmation, as in speaking life over life. It can be writing letters to yourself that encourage yourself, you know. It can be um, speaking things directly out. It can be mirror work, going to the mirror and speaking to yourself. Um, you can even do it pretending to speak to people. When I'm going for an interview, yo, I go to that mirror and I act like I'm talking to the person that's about to interview me because I want to see how I look. And actually, that would help with your posture because you can see if you're confident or you could see if you don't look confident. So yeah, positive affirmation is number three. And number four, which is my favorite, is ownership. And the reason why I say ownership is because we got to start taking the block back. We got to start taking the block back and it's going to take one block at a time. But the only reason that we can take the block back and the only reason that we can take up space and the only reason that we can build a bigger table is by owning it. 
So we've got to learn, and I'm not just talking about physical ownership. I mean taking ownership of who you are, taking ownership of what you believe, taking ownership of what you know is rightfully yours. Because like I said, we are king's daughters and sons. Our father is king. And when he placed us in the womb, he planted an intention. And we've got to take ownership of that intention and purpose over our lives. And that is my top four steps for y'all to eat up, chew up, swallow, don't spit them out, swallow them <laughs> and um, drink up and enjoy this week. And I want to thank you guys so much for being here with me today. I pray that you got some quality steps to move forward within your week. And um, just before we leave, any quick questions or any final statements? No, we are quiet. No, we love that. Thank you. I've written down the steps. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. All of you whilst you're here, can I take a quick shot? I'm going to put it on my story. I want to say I shared this evening with some beautiful souls. Can I do that? Yes. Of course. All right, smile. You best believe I smiled and held the camera like I was taking a selfie. <laughs> Yeah, so please also follow each other, you know, stay connected. Um, thank you so much for being here on Zoom, Queens. And there was a king and he left. Thank you guys for being here. Let's stay connected. And I'll be back next week, Wednesday, same time, same place. Um, and if anybody wants to plug themselves before we leave, let's do that. Let's plug, plug, plug. Anybody want to plug? What is a plug? Okay, so when we say plug, it's basically where you share if you've got any businesses, um, if you're doing any clubhouse rooms, just like anything that you're doing, you just plug it now. Okay, not yet, not yet. Not yet, but we'll be seeing you soon, Jay. Anybody else want to plug before we leave? I will plug. Um, so I'm holding um, parenting rooms, and when I say parenting, it's not just about actually being a parent, it's about healing ourselves as parents, it's about working through... Um, stuff with our children so I'm sharing tips and stuff with some amazing co-hosts um, and I'll be holding my rooms on Tuesday at 7 um, via Clubhouse and Zoom so please do connect um, my profile is in my bio my Insta so please do follow that guys and stay connected yes who else is going to plug themselves? Diona make sure you plug please Oh, Diona may have gone, but Diona does a room. Oh, Diona's doing a lot of rooms. So actually, if you go on her story, follow the club. She's in two clubs, Divine Destiny Helpers and Run With The Runners. And I think it will pop up there because I actually can't remember the times of her rooms, but she's doing quite a lot of rooms on Plug, on Plug House, you know. This is exactly what it is. Plug House or <laughs> Clubhouse. Um, Nathan, do you have anything to plug? No, just my love. No, you know, we're not even a plug. Um, if any of you guys need help with anything online on the Matrix, social media, anything like that, logos, if you want anything like that, it's all out of love. Um, I'm just go, I'm trying out a new software at the minute, so now's the time to get your shouting. I don't know if you've got a business that could do with it or whatever, or if you need any help, just shout me. But that's it's not even a plug, it's just uh, I'm here for you. Love that. Uh, I love that. Thank you. Love that. So make sure you guys stay in contact. Irie, do you want to plug yourself? 
Irie ain't got nothing to say, but Irie is a dope drawer, guys. She's just discovered it as one of her hidden talents, and it's amazing. And um, yeah, check her out on Instagram. Gabby, go. go. Yeah, she literally sketches bad. You're lying. Imagine that card. section make sure you guys connect and you know what Nathan she's literally just stepping into it but she's dope so it'll be so dope for her to have that opportunity I love it yes Gabby Dixie anything to plug Queens no I'm just here I'm a working in process but you know it's a to be continued I think Yes, girl, we're here holding you accountable for this jump. You're about to jump. We can feel it. <laughs> yes, thank you for the little gems you've just dropped. I've got them written up and I will be practicing that this week. Yes, I love that. Go ahead, girl. Dixie? No, not really. Um, I'm probably more of a cheerleader supporter, so that's my plug. If you uh, have anything out there that I can join, I will be a, I'm a cheerleader supporter. You know, and you never know, I might pop up with something at some point she's the best cheerleader ever guys, guys ever. the best her. and also if you ever come into these rooms and you see her in a room and you want the notes after the room this is your girl she catches notes in these rooms so make sure you connect with her because she will have the tea see amen amen Amen. Yes, Dixie, please follow me back. Everybody follow me back. I love you all. Yes, I'm about to. Well, um, someone needs to teach me how to do that because I don't know. So we just click on her name and then click follow. And then when you're in any good rooms, you can ping people in. Okay, thank you very much for the lesson. Um, Anybody on Zoom? Shamika, Bev, you guys want to plug anything? No, not yet. Maybe one day soon, but not yet. This is the most amazing comedian you'll ever meet in your life, guys. She currently goes under a hidden title of a midwife, but she's about to be a comedian. <laughs> I don't and I can't think you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for being here. Have a great evening. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>